Welcome to the Sedona Soul Sister Show, down-to-earth discussions on metaphysics, spirituality, paranormal, and healing. The Sedona Soul Sisters are the most trusted psychic mediums in Sedona. They have offices in Sedona where they see clients from all over the world. And now, today's show with Roz, Ivory, Terri Ann, and Melissa. Today's topic is extrasensory perception, commonly known as ESP. Roz and I were just talking about this recently. There's things we take for granted because they're so much a part of our lives, who we are and what we do. We don't want to brush over these basic topics. We were thinking this might be one that's helpful for you because a lot of people only have ideas from movies about what ESP is. I joked earlier about guess what today's topic is. <laughs> For instance, the scene from the first Ghostbusters movie where Bill Murray is is doing tests on university students for ESP, showing the cards with the waves and the stars. He shows them to a guy and even when he gets them right, he tells him he's wrong and gives him a shock. And then telling the pretty girl who gets them wrong, you're amazing. You're fantastic. You're a natural. <laughs> this leaves people with a vague idea of what ESP is. I love ESP. You know, it's always amazing to me how like, um, you know, just a quick example of like my mom, like I'll call my mom and my brother will call her at the same time. Always. It's like an everyday, you know, occurrence. And she's like, oh, your brother just called me. I'll call you back. But um, that's just a quick example. But I, I've had ESP all of my life. Um, it's something going back. I can remember um, like precognitive stuff happening to me. And, you know, younger, I thought I was making those things happen. So but when you realize like I would like when Tim and I were dating, I would like send him these telepathic messages. Text me, call me. <laughs> <laughs> and he would. <laughs> you love me. <laughs> um, so, you know, you can play with it like that and learn how to expand and grow it. So what is ESP? What does that mean? Well, ESP, extrasensory perception, I feel like it's like your sixth sense that just knowing beyond the physical what we know in the physical so uh just that that sense of knowing i think that's a big part of it knowing information however you get it through your sixth sense when you don't have any explanation for how you knew that information i have that all the time and sometimes it can be difficult and i'll give you an example of what i mean especially before i worked in this business full-time I was working in the mental health field. I was supervising multiple step-down units from the inpatient unit of a psychiatric hospital. I had two male employees who I thought were great at first, but at the time I hired them, I was in a very stressful time. And shortly after I hired them, I started to have these psychic warning bells going off in my head, but there was nothing specific. And then I got a very strong ESP sense that they were doing something they shouldn't be doing with one of the young female patients. And I tried to get help from my supervisor. And then I went on to the executive director of the hospital. And I remember them saying, well, what proof do you have? And I sat there thinking, oh my God, I have nothing. I had no proof. And I thought, where am I going with this? So they couldn't do anything about it. It really became intolerable to me because I knew what was going on, but I couldn't get anybody to take action about it. A few months after I left, there was a story in the newspaper that those two had been molesting that female patient. I looked back on it later and I'm like, of course it was ESP. But at the time it happened, I wasn't immersed in this world. I was of a more scientific mind. I didn't talk to anyone about things like this at all. I didn't realize I was getting those powerful message from a source within myself, not from what my eyes were seeing. I just wished at the time that I'd realized it was ESP and I could have figured out a way to help that woman quickly. 
Yeah, had you been open more at that time too, you might have said like, can you help me, you know, ask your guides and your angels, help me to find some proof or something, you know, or, or say your affirmations and your prayers to ask for that help and guidance. Interestingly, I found out later that my supervisor at the time was very into all of this. Had I known that at the time, I could have said, I'm getting these psychic messages and I'm getting this really strong impressions. And she would have looked into it. That's an extreme example, but it's a real life story. As a psychic, every day I'm getting ESP. It's all the time. It's kind of like you have eyeballs, you use them all the time. When you use ESP, you're using it all the time too. If any of you listening have ESP, you're using it all the time too, whether you're aware of it or not. What about you, Melissa? How does it come into play for you? It's to me in a huge way, like a big indication about our, our world waking up because it's almost like you know, over the years with the movies, like I see dead people or, you know, like the movies as we have grown in awareness, I think everybody's kind of up a little bit in their consciousness and their pineal gland. Maybe um, it's, it's almost like this is um, sixth, sixth sense ESP um, has it's like part of us now. It's part of our divine right. Whereas like you were saying, I really like in the last years, we, we need to be quiet, but I too have always had that. And I, I actually solely because I'm by myself so much rely on the ESP of everything. Um, and, and like Ivory was saying, you know, sometimes it's not a pleasant experience like that's a red flag coming in i need to pay attention or i need to be stay away from that and i think that's kind of cool because it's over the you know over the years we kind of work on um refining that and listening to it more and more but i'm seeing it in people where it's they're going hey i think don't don't think i'm crazy but i think i i knew that yesterday or (laughs) things like that and what there was a fun one last night I um I have a teacher mentor that I've worked with for like a decade and I had a um, energy clearing session frequency clearing session with her last night and what we always do because she's in a different country and we have all these different time zones right we say okay I'll we email each other and go I'll see you in two hours two hours and 14 minutes and to get there so because I'm notorious for not being on time or knowing what time zone I'm in. And um, yesterday we did it twice. We're just funny. We just laugh with each other. We did it twice exactly at the same time. Like it was like, um, I will see you in one hour and 32 minutes. And we both sent the emails at the same time. And it was fun to sort of in that, that bigger picture way, connect with that ESP with the others in your soul tribe or your your surroundings and like Terry and said you know when you were dating um you would go you would kind of send messages to Tim and say hey text me I love you text me call me what do you think and um I'm liking I'm liking that part and the connections with others because it's just it's kind of heartwarming that ESP part mm-hmm I think on a day-to-day basis, a, a very casual way that this happens is that I'll think of a client and they'll, they'll just pop into my head. I could be doing anything. I could be building a website and a client pops into my head and they just keep coming in, coming in. And then boom, they show up on my schedule for the next day or the day after. Like they, or, or they'll text me and say, Ivory, I, I need your help. You know, so sometimes it is that something great has happened to them. But when somebody pops into my mind, especially a client like that, something big's going on with them. And usually it's that they need help. So it's kind of like once somebody's my client, that ESP bond between us is there. And, and I've had people, I've had clients reach out to me and go, I, I just keep thinking about you. Are you all right? And, and I'll be sick again, you know, so... Um, I think that definitely builds up between people, whether you work together, whether they're your client or they're your family. Uh, there's something about that, that connection that you get that ESP going between you. Yeah, we've had that before. Um, I remember shortly after Anthony had passed, 
I was going through a shift and I, I, I woke up and I'm like, I've had a shift and you texted me not long after that. And you're like, I, I heard you had a shift. <laughs> <laughs> I, so it's I, funny. It's like, you know, we are all connected. And one of his messages that he's, he's really drove home with me and to get out there is that we are all connected. You know, there is an intricate uh, line between all of us and we are all energy. Energy is so expansive. And, and that's how you get to the, those six cents, if you will, six. And everybody has this. I mean, I, I really have paid attention to this. I'm, I'm just an observer. I feel like I'm sent from another planet almost here to observe the human race. I'm kidding, but, but I am like that. So I've observed this, like when people are not on a spiritual path, they have not opened up to the six senses or anything paranormal, that these things happen for them and they'll go, they'll either totally brush it off. They don't even want to think about it. Or they're like, what a weird, that's a coincidence. No, I want you to start thinking about that. Like when that comes to your head and you think, oh my gosh, that's a wild coincidence. I want you to look deeper and think about how that very likely is not. I just don't think there's a lot of coincidence happening in our world, that there's a lot of intentional things happening under the surface that bring us together, that open our eyes, that they're trying to get our attention um, oh boy, the angels just came in with that. So apparently that's a biggie. Mm -hmm. So this is happening all around, all around us to every single person. It's not just because we're psychics, but as psychics, you know, we have natural, stronger natural abilities. And, and I know for myself, like I intentionally developed those natural abilities even higher. Anybody can do that no matter what level of psychic skill you're born with. Um, that's absolutely something you can develop. It's, it's a, it's a ability, just like if you were born where you can carry a tune, but you're not a great singer, you could take voice lessons and become a much better singer. If you want to be a writer, you can learn how you can take classes and join writers group and become a better writer. It's no different. It's just a skill. And we all work on our skills too, right? I mean, we have to do our work every day. We have to raise our frequency to be in that place to help serve others. Um, so we're also, it's not just like, oh, hey, I'm psychic one day and, and everything's good. Off we, still we, go. have to stay in that. <laughs> we still have to stay in that frequency and that vibration as well. And it is work. It is work. You know, one thing I was thinking about this yesterday, how... I had no idea the commitment that it was going to require to do this work full time and particularly to be a medium. You know, that I know that's a little off topic because being a medium is not ESP, but um, that's a good point that Terry Ann brings up. Like it takes not only daily attention, but constant attention to what you're doing, what you're thinking what people around you are like, how their energy is affecting you, what you're watching, what you're reading, how you're eating, what you're drinking. You know, I mean, seriously, like, you know, you're constantly kind of checking your, your frequency, you know, am, am I picking up negative energy? Is it affecting me in a bad way? What am I doing? I need to not do that. I need to change this. Um, it is, it is very much a calling and it requires attention on a regular basis. So I'm not saying you need to make that kind of dedication, but if you want your ESP ability to increase, you will need to pay close attention to your frequency. We have talked about that before. Um, should we delve into that a bit today? Sure. I think it's really important right now. The world is very chaotic and tumultuous. So um, sometimes it's easy to get pulled into that easy to get pulled into that energy um so it is important that we keep our frequency up we stay in our lane um, one thing aunt has been telling me is stay in your lane head down full force ahead you know stay on the mission that i'm destined to do so um you know bringing light to the world however it is that you stay in your space it's almost like you know it's like when you would go to work and, you know, you're having a bad day and then everything bad starts happening around you, right? Um, that is also related to your frequency and people are starting to realize that. So 
you can easily shift that and change that um, once you're aware of what's actually going on. So um, I think there's a real importance right now, especially is, is to raise our frequency as we go forward. And for anybody who's watching this who didn't watch our show on frequency, let's just explain everything on the planet, including the planet itself, has a frequency or a vibration, a rate of vibration. And anything that is uh, about anger, fear, distrust, envy, jealousy, I mean, any negative emotion, violence, uh, those all are extremely low frequency emotions. And things like love, sharing, hope, trust, those are very high frequency emotions. So when you're around people or you're watching things or reading things that are about the low frequency types of, of emotions, then it's going to bring your personal frequency down. And ladies, let's talk about what that feels like. Because I, I know I've certainly identified what it feels like to me. How about this? You know, when you're driving on the highway or driving in town and someone is either like that far away from your bumper or, and they, or they go around, it's, it's in a, it feels inappropriate. It's um, hostile driving, perhaps, you know? And um, I think that, you know, human beings do that to each other in a, a frequency, energetic way. And like, for instance, actually, this is pretty cool because Terry Ann texted me this morning because she knows I've been really tired. I've, you know, kind of overworked and I'm a little, I'm just a little exhausted. And so that accidentally opens my own energy up to other stuff like, you know, people reaching in or it's always a sign when people try to tell you what to do. Like, I know, I know you, like they're trying to define you, like you're, you're you know, you're going to have a bad day and you should do it this way and be what I say. I always know that that's like the program's kind of coming in at me and I need to balance and um, have discernment through my ESB about the energies and frequencies around. But to me, it's like the easy way to say that is the discernment part is like, have you ever felt when those cars are trying to, you know, like, Cut you off in traffic or be very hostile. It's uncomfortable. We all, you know, and, and it's a similar thing in energy and frequency when the, you know, something's coming at you and it, and it pulls you down into that lower frequency or, you know, or if people are very negative or ugly or, or hating something loudly, <laughs> it's hard because we need to shield up and kind of make sure we are safe and holding that light, whatever it is, like peace, comfort, safety. And then that in, in, in itself also just it kind of waves, goes out in waves as well to other people. I think that's, it's like a, I wanted to say a gift, but I'm not sure what the right word is. What do you guys think? Well, you know, when you're beaming and in balance and you're, you're holding the light and it touches others. And I hear regenerating. Ah, regenerating. Yeah. That's a cool, that's a cool frequency. Um, <laughs> commitment to how, how, like I've already said, like we're committed to, um, checking ourselves every day, all the time in our experiences and our, our, um, relationships and even in driving, I mean, even in driving. I think be, that's a really good analogy, Melissa, because I tense up when people do that when they drive like that. For me, it's a very physical reaction. Though I'm thinking about that. It's like, first it'll hit me, like people might start talking very angry, um, hostile, not at me necessarily. I'm just, it's around me. And it comes over me like a wave of oppression. And I start feeling that like heaviness on me. And then it hurts in my solar plexus. Um, and that's true for, for, hearing people talking angrily, violently, you know, talking about things like that, or, or if I accidentally see something on TV that's gory or violent, um, that same thing happens literally like this. It's an invisible wave that's just oppression on me and heavy. And then the pain in my solar plexus, which is the upper stomach, which is the major receiving chakra of the body for emotions outside of yourself. And I'm an empath. So that just hits me and it'll be like somebody punched me hard in the upper stomach and it hurts so bad. 
And if it's really dark, if the energy is really dark, I'll feel like I'm going to throw up. And all of those things are like my quick early warning signals. I got to get out of there. I got to turn that off or get away. Um, I've even driven over an hour home away from a gathering because I, it hit me so hard. I'm like, I can't, I can't tolerate this. I won't be able to work. And then afterwards, what happens is that I feel like somebody literally stuck a turkey baster into my body and sucked all my energy out. And that can go on for 10 days if I let, if I let it get too bad. Um, this is why I think that the pandemic has actually been helpful for me because I'm getting this time to isolate and I feel more balanced and clear than I have in a long time. I can completely control my environment. You know, I go to the grocery store, but I don't do a whole lot outside of my house other than that. And I think that my body as, as the person that I am, the work I do, I think I needed that. I think I needed that at this time. You know, because yeah. when I go out, I really feel that there's a lot of um, low frequency energy going on out in the public. I think that's important for people to know, too. It is a lot with the people that you're around. Um, you know, you may not even understand about energy or what it is, but you do know um, when you've been in some place, like you said, and you don't even have to be involved in it. But if somebody's arguing, you know, near you and then all of a sudden your demeanor changes and hey, I was in a good mood. Now I'm like in a really shitty mood. And it's like, what's going on? And, and I think it's important for people to understand that is that energy, you know, getting into your energy field and, and how to remove it then too. Yeah, that energy tears a hole in your energetic field and injects negative energy into your energetic field. So and it's not, it's not hard for that to happen. I mean, and I don't want people to think this is some political statement. This is not a political show. We're not making political statements. I don't care who it is out there or why they're talking angry or hostile or, or talking about violence. It doesn't matter who it is. The effect is the same. So uh, just something to be aware of, you know, if you're feeling off balance yourself, I think that is one of the reasons I'm such a big proponent of keeping a spiritual journal because one, other than the things you experience, like when you start hearing angels or seeing angels or you're seeing the little sparks of, of light there, see, she's got hers right there. You can be charting, you can be keeping track of the date, the time and what you felt and what you were doing or experiencing just before you felt that way. So you can start tracking what is pulling your energy down, what is pulling your frequency down, and that's going to help you really start being more aware day by day, minute by minute, hour by hour of the state. You're just kind of scanning your energy and being very in tune with it. And that, the whole point of this, we're not, I'm not trying to take us off track into – frequency, but it's such a big part of improving your ESP skills is to raise your frequency. There's no, you can't really do, do this without doing that. It's impossible. You know, we haven't been taught to use that, uh, that intuitive part of us. You know, we were taught as children, I know at least I was raised very strict Catholic to be polite, um, to like, you know, they'd say like, say something that he said, go hug your uncle. And I was always like, no, I, I don't, I don't like him, you know, and it's like, but I would be forced to do something like that sometimes. So um, that intuitive part of us knows your soul knows, I can't stress enough, your soul knows. And when you begin to trust that, trust what you're feeling, even if you don't understand it, like, you know, there's a reason for it. So pay attention. I agree. And we can look at it in the ways of possibly having ESP with our bodies when, um, you know, over the years of, like I started out as a massage therapist and a Reiki master energy healer um, in my 30 year career and um, have learned that way, frequency way. And I've seen the people say, well, you did that. You created your own illness. And I'm like, that's, but that's, how, how, that's not helpful. But we can look in at that way in our ESP and frequency awareness inside of ourselves when we have illness things. And certainly not to blame someone else because we are all, we all have had headaches. We all, all had disease. We've all had illness. And to be aware in those, those different aspects 
um, I think would be really cool to be, be able to, um, awesome, phone ringing, sorry guys. Yours too. Uh, but to be able to, to see that um, awareness. Sorry guys, I'm going to go answer the phone and I will return. <laughs> Technology. That's funny. That's kind of funny lead into what I was going to say is, I'm going to date myself here, but I used to teach my students to start by practicing with your phone, and it was home phone. So when your phone would ring, before you answer it, try to guess who it is. Try to pick up who's on the other end. It's a little harder now because you look at your cell phone and it tells you who it is, so don't look at it. Turn it upside down and try to guess who it is on the phone. I think that's just a, a fun way to start exercising your ESP. Are there other ways that you ladies like to recommend? Yeah, I would play a game with my children when they were young. If you ever played that game where you hold something in your hand and it's like, um, guess what I have holding, I'm holding in my hand. And I would always be amazed um, that they could guess. Like it took them a few times, but try to hone that skill in. So just, I mean, you can do it easily with your children or your grandchildren. Um, hold something in your hand and ask them to guess what it is. That's a good one. That's cool. Yeah. One of my favorites for myself personally is um, to do a little bit of automatic writing. So I just, again, carry the notebooks and the journals around with me for so many years. And um, someone in my family many years ago would say, how do you know that? And I said, I'm just, I'm just reading the different layers of energy is all I'm, I mean, it's, don't you know how to do that? And she would say, write it down you're it's unbelievable what you know and I said it's all in the energy you can see it so I would write it down and sometimes I would ask the archangels like can you help me what, what can I know what would it be helpful for me to know and then it helped me it, it helped me get better and better at understanding um quickly what was coming in the ESD and how to read the different patterns in the in the atmosphere does that make sense mm-hmm mm -hmm. I think for me, I, I was, I don't know why this just flashed into my head, but I'm kind of appalled sometimes when people come back, this will be friends. They'll say, oh my God, do you remember three years ago when we were at this event and you said this? No. I mean, I remember being at the event, but I didn't remember saying it. And I can't believe I said that. I didn't say that, but I'm thinking that. And they're like, well, you called it. That's exactly what happened. I never would have believed it, but that's exactly what happened. And I'm not going to say what, I know what the specific is recently, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to embarrass somebody. But I will get these things, these, and I sure, I'm sure you ladies can, can relate to this. I'll just get these flashes. And if I'm with people I'm comfortable with, I might say it. And I don't remember it because it's kind of like doing a reading when we're doing psychic readings. We're not going to remember what we said to our clients, you know, 10 minutes after the session. It's gone with few exceptions because it's not our thoughts. We didn't come up with that idea. That's a psychic insight. ESP is psychic insights. So when you get these things, you need to write these things down because you're not going to remember them. I mean, honestly, when clients or friends come back and tell me this, they'll be like, remember when I saw you five years ago and you predicted, you, I wanted to talk about romance and you kept getting information about my work and I told you there's no way that's going to happen. It all happened. And I'm like, that's, I'm sorry, you know, or glad. I'm not sure, you know, the circumstances go, but, but I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I remember being in circumstances where I was embarrassed that they wanted information about something and I couldn't, I kept getting on another topic, but we get what we get and we get it because a person needs to hear it. I always laugh too when clients come back and they say that, don't you remember you said this, this and this? And I'm like, nope, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't remember that. <laughs> That's why I take notes for my sessions. Like I try to at least write the highlights because if sometimes people come back later and they're like, do you have, can you remember what the name was that you got? And I'm like, if I didn't have those notes, no <laughs> way. Is that true for you too, Melissa? Or do you remember everything? So many years of that. Like it's, it's <laughs> one of the hardest parts of my life that I get. I think I had this last week. I had like 10 people text me and I can't, some of them I don't remember who they are because it's not my right 
to know their life. I'm the messenger. I'm the, I'm the, I'm really good at reading the energy. So, um, but that happens all the time. And I, I'm like, yeah, no, I have no idea. Really? I said that because <laughs> it, it's not, I said that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow. Because wow, it's not. <laughs> I, I came up with that. What? Um, and it's, it's, it's been interesting because it, yeah, for all these years, it's, it's been like that nonstop. And, and so I, do, I do not take notes. I try not to know anything about anyone, <laughs> so that they, you know, kind of perhaps so I can disconnect and go, okay, I hope I, you know, hope you liked your, I your don't message. look at the notes before their next reading because it's irrelevant. You know how things change so quickly. It's irrelevant, but I wanted to say like kind of a segue here why this is so important uh, for you to write down what you get and not to, not to second guess. That's probably the worst thing we do to ourselves. We all go through it, especially early on. You get a very clear ESP about a piece of information and you start to die. Oh, that can't be right. Oh, that sounds too wild. Oh gosh. I, that's probably just my imagination. You'll come up with all kinds of reasons to discard that piece of information that you got through ESP. When the truth is you need to write that down in your journal, the day, the time, exactly what you saw or heard or felt. Um, I've been getting so many through the pandemic and I don't know if it's because I spend most of my time alone, if it's helped me with that, but my predictions, I'm just getting prediction upon prediction upon prediction that's then in the news like two, three weeks later. So you all, a lot of you watching the show, you may be having similar things about yourself, your family, your world, the world, and just thinking you're having flights of fancy. You know, oh, I have the wildest imagination. How many times did I hear that as a child from my family? I would try to tell them things that I was getting or things I'd seen, and they're like, you have the wildest imagination. I do have a good imagination, but... I was actually seeing spirits and angels and getting psychic information. So, you know, just be kind to yourself. Don't, don't think, you know, I'm not a psychic. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You know, you can do this. Don't sell yourself short. I think when you start to see the world as just not so black and white and there's things way beyond our physical that we can even comprehend, that sort of starts to shift in you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even I think it was Einstein who was talking about so much of the world is unseen and unknown. And he wasn't talking the way he worded it. He wasn't talking about the physical world. He was talking about paranormal type of things happening. So he must have experienced some things. I'll have to look into that. But I ran into that quote recently and I was like, wow, you know, somebody so very uh, numbers-based, you know, just a, a scientist kind of guy who could come up with something like that. Um, I just think that people are getting ES, they're using ESP and not even understanding that they are. Very much like empaths who have the ability to feel emotions of others are right now the emotion of the planet, plan, kind of a planetary emotion. And they have no idea they're doing that until they run into somebody who enlightens them. I think in one of my psychology classes, once I, uh, there was a study or something that had interviewed uh, people that had, women who had been attacked or raped. And I was amazed at how many times they said they had gotten a vibe or a sign or, you know, something to not go like into an elevator or not go down a dark alley, whatever it was, but none of them listened to it. And I was like, wow, that really says a lot. That really started to shift my perspective about, you know, we all have this like, you know, this ability. And, you know, in a case, extreme case like that, how many times they did not pay attention to that. Yeah, there's books about that phenomenon, actually. Uh, one of the probably the most powerful ways that people do experience ESP is when they're in danger. 
and they know it at a gut level, but they try to talk themselves out of it. Oh, there's no reason for me. There's no, how, why am I thinking that? Don't worry about it. Go with it. If you're getting, you're in danger. By the time you finish dissecting it, you could be dead or injured. So um, I certainly experienced that. And I think Melissa has too. Yeah. I've actually, I've, I've relied on that and I call it a team. Um, that's it's like an emergency divine intervention team and um actually over the last years dealing with um you know as we're clearing out our dna and our um wounds and our clearing we're you know we're all working on that um i've had a group of that i've had for probably 30 years and it'll come in it scares me every time but there are some people that are past and some angelic beings that come in and and the first thing that starts happening is other people start telling me, you have to be this. This is what's going to happen to you. This is who you are. This is what you're doing. And they're very kind of, it's rude. And they're always wrong. And then this team comes up um, and I'm very visual. So, so we don't all have to perceive it this way. You know, sometimes we just know and have an inkling inside. Um, I'm very visual, but I see them and it starts to scare me and they'll go stand up walk out of here this person wants to harm you or like and i'm like what okay okay and <laughs> or this is not where you need to be like and so that's the extreme as well so it's not always that creepy but um but that yeah ow. <laughs> yeah but like i mean i've had a in the last few years with some you know where i come from it's it's not it was not um an easy learning experience and um ever and so that team will show up and say this group of people have really bad intentions for you we're helping and know it way you. <laughs> yeah and it, it uh, and i'm i know it way ahead of time like days and weeks and and then i can kind of unwind it and and go through but that, that ESB part of myself has saved my life a few dozen times. Something that happens to me, and it's happened very frequently, not very frequently, but most frequently in the last five, six years, is that I will hear out loud, that person does not have your best interest at heart. And sometimes it's shocking to me, the person, and it wakes me up. Like it, it wakes me up to seeing things that I didn't want to see things that they had changed, they'd become dark, uh, they just weren't the person that they were when I met them, or they'd done some things that I, I try to always think, like, what's the best possible reason a person would say that or do that or act that way, you know, but I'd been giving them too much credit, and they were not in my best and highest good. They were definitely, like, even doing things behind the scenes to hurt me and tear me down or, and um, try to lower my frequency at the very least. And I've learned to pay attention to that right away because every single time I've heard it, it is dead on right. And I don't like seeing that about people. I don't want to think that about people. That Pollyanna side of me gets me in trouble, but thank God I hear those messages, you know, to wake me up sometimes that um, I need to disengage from a person, like make sure that they're not in my life anymore, whatever that takes. And that's hard sometimes, right? I mean, it's, it's not an easy thing to do. No, what but if it's, it's necessary? Family. Painful. Mm -hmm. You know, that hasn't happened yet, but if it's somebody in your family, I've had plenty of clients, I'm sure you ladies have too, that they've got family members or their entire family is entirely just toxic people who do everything they can to tear that person down. And usually it's a light worker, a person who is just beaming light to the world whose family is like that. And I don't know why that is, but it, there's an awful lot of it going around. And it's this huge challenge that people have to rise above either limiting time around certain people or not being around certain people at all. But all that comes back to frequency too, you know, because that'll drag down your frequency. So do you know, can you think of signs that somebody's ESP is starting to wake up? I think, you know, for me, 
I've had a lot of clients and we've talked about this a lot is almost everyone that is coming to me lately is saying, you're going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> so, and like I, I had said to Roz and, and Roz was like, no, I'm not going to think that, you know, um, but they've been getting these messages, either through dreams or visions, dreams and visions seem uh, very prevalent. Um, also just like hearing things out of nowhere, like you said, whether it be that person doesn't have your best interest at heart, but they're like, why would I think that? Why would that be? And, and you know, when we delve deeper, we look at it and, and it, it's accurate. Um, so they've all, I think right now we're in such a, a beautiful, beautiful time um, with the veil being thin and the awakening happening that so many people, um, I know for me, I've had the benefit of having to go through this over years. Whereas now people are just like, all right, you're here, you're awake and it's time to go. <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, you know? So I think, you know, paying attention to those visions, those dreams, whatever it is, those, those thoughts that you're getting, like you said, writing them down, I think that's really good um, practice so that you can go back and look at them and see if they do occur and when they do occur and how long in between and stuff like that. I think another thing too is when people come to me, and they have just made a big change in their life, or they're on the verge of making multiple big changes, I know they're really tapping into their ESP. Because I, I know for myself, I'm just going to speak for myself, I did not get here in a vacuum. It was not like I woke up one day and started doing my work full time. It was a process, and it, I was led on this process. And a lot of it was ESP that I just knew I had to make a change in one way that made it easier to make a change in another way, which allowed me to move to Sedona to start doing this work full time, to open this business, um, to really put all my energy, as much energy as possible and, and time and devotion to my mission. But it can't, it couldn't have happened if I'd stayed living where I was and I kept working in the mental health field which I loved and I was so happy where I lived. So it's not like I was miserable by any stretch of the imagination. And that may be true for some of you listening and watching right now that you love your life the way it is. And so you're putting mule heels and you don't, you know, putting it on the stubborn. I don't want to make changes, but you're hearing you need to. And so that's not a bad thing. You know, you have to trust that you're being led somewhere you're supposed to go and that you're going to be happy. Your needs are going to be met and you're going to be fulfilled, or you wouldn't be led to do it. Invest the what? awakening of the sixth sense in the ESP, because it's sort of like, and you can see like the discernment part is a big part and the, you know, listening, like Ivory was saying, like, huh, I hadn't thought of that. And it, it's not, it's not always an easy path. And, and, and like Terry Ann said, many of the clients have said for a while now, <laughs> you're going to think I'm crazy. And I'm like, you mean me who talks to star family, like, <laughs> like galactic people? Come on. I don't think you're crazy. Um, and they're also saying, I'm really empathic. And they're learning to um, go move through the distortion around them. And, and balance out through that. I'm seeing that. I just think that like really beautiful time as well. Terry Hinton said that. We should probably. Yeah. And it's that. not easy, right? Oh, no. God. no, no. I mean, I mean, especially when you love what you're doing and you love where you are. I know for us going out on the road, it was like, but I love it here, <laughs> you know? So you just have to go with the flow sometimes and, and trust that, that that guidance you're getting is, is for your highest and best, like we always say. Absolutely. There's a lot of peace in that, isn't there? To not yes. argue with it, just go with where you're led. Um, I wanted to say, I think it's important that our viewers know that the most frequent way people get ESP information is a sense of knowing and I think that's the first thing you're going to recognize is that you knew something ahead of time or you knew something about a person or a situation. And later you're going to be thinking, how did I know that? 
Well, realize that you're likely, it's your ESP senses working, waking up, strengthening. Uh, that is the number one way psychics get information, and psychics use ESP. That's the sense that they're using. So it's all the same. And I think knowing is sometimes you meet some person. Oh, gosh, who can I talk about that would never come back to haunt me? <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk about something too close to you, right? So let's say you meet a person. Let's just be generic. You meet a person and at a gut level. You just don't like that person. They seem to be so nice. They're smiling. They're saying nice things. They're being friendly. But you just don't like them. Go back later and really think about it, you know, because – it can partly be psychological because micro expressions, I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but I'm really good at seeing micro expressions. I wish I wasn't like these very second long fleeting expressions that go across a person's face in between them, trying to control their expression to look a certain way. So it can be a micro, just a second or less of showing anger or disgust or frustration or dislike and those, you see them too. Everybody sees them. Some people register them like I do. And some people, it, it affects you and you pick it up, but you don't realize it. So it could be that, you know, I have a logical mind. I, I'm going to go there, but it can also be you're getting psychic knowing about that person and you're just, they're not good for you. So I think it's good to take some reflection time afterward to think about, you know, why is this? And maybe consider listening to your own ESP ability. Or you can ignore it and pay the price later. I've certainly done that plenty of times. That's how I learned. <laughs> we learn the hard way sometimes with our gifts, don't we, ladies? Yes, we do. Oh, sure. yeah. Especially when we're young. You know, just like any other, anything else, you know, you, when you're young, you think you're invincible. Oh, I don't have that problem anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking today, does um, anybody have anything else they want to add about ESP? No? Listen Terry, to it. Would you feel like <laughs> leading us in another guided meditation for peace in our country? Sure, I could do that. I think we need it. Okay. So let's just take a deep breath in and close our eyes and begin to go to that place of serenity that place within your body, mind, and soul where you feel a sense of power opening up and aligning with all of that divine, beautiful energy within you. It can be your heart space or your crown, wherever you feel a sense of peace. And as you drop into that space, you're going to take a deep breath in and let it out. Breathing in that divine energy. As you begin to imagine a golden white light coming down from above, entering through the top of your head, flowing through every area in your body, lighting up all your cells, the molecules, all of your chakras, your bones and your blood. As that energy flows down through you and down and out your legs into Mother Earth. Going down, down, down until you reach Mother Earth's heart chakra. And at that heart chakra, just anchor in your energy calling back any parts of you that are far away, anchoring in your energy into Mother Earth's energy and combining that energy. And when you're anchored in, I want you to visualize that light going out, spreading out from your body to your home, to your family members, to your community, to your state, to your country, and to your world. Setting this sacred container of light between you 
in all of humanity. Raising the frequency now as we travel, 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 travel up. Letting all of that energy expand and grow. Bringing in true peace within your heart. Setting the tone not only for today for miraculous changes to occur, but setting the tone going forward so that we may live in harmony and peace, not only with one another, but with Mother Earth, with the animals, with the oceans and the forests, creating a residence of true love, peace and serenity, uplifting and bringing in new expansive changes for our world. And begin to imagine that peace in your heart space spreading out from you to another, to your loved ones and your family and having them also create that peace within their heart so they can spread that out to others. And everyone it touches almost like a domino effect creating this energy of peace within us, peace within each of us. And as we bring in the peace within each of us, we bring in the peace within each other, creating a constant connection of love and peace. So just begin to see all that happening now. And take a deep breath in and out. And just feeling that expansion within you now. And going on to create a beautiful day today and all the days ahead. Mm. Mm. I really felt a rush of energy coming in towards the end of that. When you're talking about sending it out to the world, sending it out around the planet. That was powerful. Thank you, Terri Ann. Welcome. Tune in next Friday when the topic is going to be focus on peace. See how that segued right in there? Thank you for listening to the Sedona Soul Sisters show. If you'd like more information about the Sedona Soul Sisters and their services, visit their website at SedonaSoulSisters.com. Subscribe to our show here so you don't miss a thing. All of us at Sedona Soul Sisters... Hope you have an enlightening week.